Welcome to <laughs> FOH. I was going to go like one, two, two three. three. Hit it. Well, I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And this is a service industry podcast. Spooky edition. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check in real quick. Anything happen restaurant wise? Well, you had a particularly spooky. <laughs> All right. right. On the scale of spooky to scary. More so scary. More so scary in IRL. Um, right, right, right. I had, um, I was working a like a wedding after after party mm-hmm. after and, the reception. Yep, bar situation. Yeah, so they were just coming in and like getting hammered after already being hammered, and uh, there was a lot of like alpha dog white dudes, British, British. <sighs> Don't get me started. Um, they'd taken their ties off, so it was like unbuttoned uh, dress shirt with a blazer still, like a little sweaty. Like That's worst. a classic Charlie Kirk look. Oh, yeah. They're very... And like they were like uh, all trying to like just out-bro each other, but like all super rich. They're like, I'll just take hops. I don't even want beer. I just want to <laughs> chew on a hop. Yo, I'll like mainline these hops. <laughs> Like rail them up in the park. Like what? No, I don't have that. We're not blowing hops right now, (laughs) guys. Chill out. Here's a beer. Um. So, anyways, yeah, they were very obnoxious. They walked in and it was like the kind of thing where you just kind of know that they're gonna be awful. Like it was just like right off the bat, a lot of hand raising. I'm like, yeah, I'm right here. You don't need to raise your hand. Yeah, you're the only. They bought out the bar. Yeah, it was a private event. Like I know you want to drink because it's the only reason I'm here. Chill. So, anyways. They were terrible, and um, there was one guy in particular who was like kind of like one of the ringleader dudes, and I will describe him as physically, so you can get an idea. He kind of looked like, um, like American Psycho Justin Trudeau. Okay, so like handsome for sure. Yeah, dark hair, a little shaggy, like big eye, like handsome, yeah. but an absolute fucking nightmare. Okay, yeah, like. So we also, so this is a party, there's a DJ, and uh, DJ, I'll put for, like, I just want to give everybody a visual of this whole scene. DJ, I will say, looks like a cross between, because I've thought about it, one of the Dylan brothers, as in Matt Dylan, et cetera, and like Kevin Bacon. Okay. So like 80s, like 80s face. Right. He's got an 80s face. 80s face. Um, nice guy. And um, so throughout the course of the night, people are getting progressively ruder as they are wont to do. And eventually this dude who's been such a dick all night is like, hey, can I close out my tab? And I'm like, yes, please, God, close out your tab. Um, he's been such a dick. He's been going up to the DJ and like hassling the DJ all night, which is just like, I'm like, what is happening? He closes out his tab and then like a sign from God, his car gets declined, which is like awesome. In the moment I was like, hell yeah. But then I also was like, this is going to make him even like worse. It's like when you send the trank dart to a rhino and it initially (laughs) freaks out. Yeah. You know? Well, that's what happened. He got obviously because when a dude like that is calls into you call into question his essentially his dick right you're like oh sorry you can't afford 45 dollars. sorry you're very flaccid right now and not important or powerful it's such a bummer it's almost like you've been in a pool yeah (laughs) so he gets upset he's like there's a lot of money in that account i'm like i'm sure there is sir but 
for whatever reason, it's just simply not working right now. Inaccessible. Oh, I, but yeah, we were like, but the point is that we cannot get that money, and so we'll need to get another kind of money. So we whatever. He goes, gets cash. He comes back. He pays his his tab. We put the cash uh, change on the bar, but he's so drunk as everyone else is that he just walks away, not picking up his change. Whatever. So then I'm like standing with two other women I'm working with behind the bar and the bar is very long. How, how many feet would you say that bar is? I would guess it's like a good, like 20 at, at least 20. I'd say yeah. it's lo- 20, longer than 20 that. or 30. Yeah. So I look over to my left and I just see this dude who's very tall, like dude, dude, just like, catwalking towards us behind the bar which is such a chilling thing to see because it just absolutely does not happen no it like there are people who like well even a shoulder behind like across the threshold i'm like this is our space like it's like a very sacred not to be like but it's like a very like you do not cross that line ever ever no, of course not. Unless someone's dying and you're picking them up. Like, do you not, you do not do that. No, you ever. have to wait for a stewardess to say, is there a doctor on this Yeah, flight? you can't like, just. Come on. But anyways, so it's blowing my, it's like one of those things where you almost can't believe it's real. Because I'm like, is this guy actually fully, like not even like sticking a hand behind, being like, excuse me. Like he's fully barreling towards us behind the bar. And I'm like, fuck. Like, it's like scary. Of course. Right? And I'm like, okay, what the fuck is this Because guy? that's the equivalent of, like, you being in the upstairs of, like, a horror movie. It's like, th- what's the escape? Yeah, there's nothing. There's I can't nothing. get out from behind this bar unless He's I... cornered, yeah. Dukes of Hazard style flip over the bar. Which I would love. Which I will do one day before I die. Oh, I can't wait. <sighs> Anyways. Hope I'm there. So he's, effect- he's literally cornered us. There's three women. And my manager was there, and she gets in front of us... And he was. But she's like, not like. She's, she's shorter small. than me. Like, like I was not probably the tallest out of like I'm like the biggest yeah. person there. She has like a, a very effective. Like she has a powerful personality, but she's not physically imposing. Yeah, you know she's not. Right. She's small. She's small. Um, and he is speaking in this tone that's like super abuser tone, where he's like, "Hey, we're okay. We're okay. It's okay. It's okay." And I'm like, "It's actually not okay." And I like, I was like, "No, it's not okay. What are you doing?" And then my manager is like, "Hey, we'll tell you when it's okay," which I think is like a really funny like, like, "No, it's we'll tell you when this is okay, <laughs> yeah. and it's not okay now." So he's basically asking for his change, like he thought that we just didn't give his change back or something like he's obviously so drunk and we're like yeah your change is on the bar get out of here your change is on the bar and then the dj comes behind the all the way behind the bar and physically takes this guy walk backwards out of the bar and meanwhile all of his friends are just watching this happen and not doing anything and i was just like Jesus fucking Christ, control your fucking friend. And like this woman was like, really apologize. And I was like, no, I not accepted. No. Fuck you. I'm like literally like my fear has been spiked while I'm at work. Like my fucking primal like fight or flight is like, I'm like shaking right now because in an instant a man can do that. And it's like, 
it's fucking real. And I hate feeling like that because you know me, like I talk a lot of shit. Yeah. I am like very like, fuck this, fuck you, like whatever. And then, but in a second that can be taken away and I'm reduced to being afraid for my fucking safety. And like, and I, I, as like a white woman, I'm protected in a lot of ways. And I thankfully don't have to fear that, feel that fear. (laughs) in my daily life very often and I'm so grateful for that but it's like when it happens it just snaps me back where I'm like yeah like it could all be taken away from me in a fucking second because a guy is feeling like his ego is bruised and he wants to take it out and it's just like it's it and it just really really sucked it sucked yeah it's awful and I think like I think that like there's like so many people that want to defend cis men and be like, they don't know how they're coming across. But the thing is they do and they use it. Yeah. Like that's not him being unaware of how he's coming across. That's him being very aware of it and using it to threaten you. Yep. And like the idea that cis men don't know that they're threatening to other people is like so wrongheaded. Yeah. Like, they're very aware and they're like they want to be in control of, of it. Of course. At all times. They want to be in control of the room. Yeah. And they are. And they are. <laughs> and it's fucking scary. It's like, don't worry, you always will be. It's never gonna go away. Additionally, if you ever find yourself in the position of having to be like, so sorry for my friend's behavior, that should come with a hundred at least. Yeah. And that guy didn't tip. Obviously. Nobody tipped. I was like, I, I, it was, yeah, compensate me. Like, literally. If you ever find yourself in the position where to a service person, you have to be like, I'm so sorry. You, that's nothing to me unless it's followed by at least $100. Yep. Yeah. If someone vomits, if someone yep. is rude, if someone's physically aggressive, if someone yeah makes a sexual innuendo. Not to quote Goodfellas, but speaking of cis men, not to quote Goodfellas, but fuck you, pay me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I know someone who's married to a guy that has that tattoo. I mean, I kind of love that. I know it's like Goodfellas. He's a furniture designer in Cincinnati. Well, good for him. Okay. Well, but then I that's was- a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> then I also had this thought where I was like, then I was like, for a second, I was like, this DJ is like my hero. And I was like, am I only attracted to men because they are able to like protect me from other men murdering me? And then I like went into a big spiral. It was a long night. Um, and then, but the good thing is that I cured myself with alcohol. So I'm all better now. Chin chin. It's all over. It's yes. all a blur. Who can remember? Who can remember what really happened except for it being seared into my brain? Right. I guess that's what he's hoping, too. Well, I, I will never forget. Right. Sir, who I, his name I do not know. <laughs> it's fine. I'll see him on Wall Street it was tomorrow. Matt. I'll be like, Barry, hell of a night last <laughs> night. Chris. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was, uh, it was rough. <sighs> Fuck. Anyway, but it is the season of being scared. So I, I <laughs> very, it's like very Halloween. He was very on trend. With, He's a, he is a real Michael Myers. <laughs> I'm like, Scream is my favorite movie. And what am I about to do right now? <laughs> <laughs> You're 
like, oh my God, got me like a fish. Well. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> Anyways, um, what do we have in store for our fans well, today? Well, actually, I do want to say that that bar, when you were saying um, that you were going to work there, one of our friends was like, there's a bad energy. Do you remember that? Yeah. Was like, there's a a bad energy that was like the intro to a scary movie when you're about to move into a haunted house and someone's like there's a lot that's gone on in that house over the years and you're like okay crazy old lady and then you are have a poltergeist yeah don't i don't want to think that though that we're okay well i'm just saying because we're covering ghosts okay maybe there's a right ghost maybe there's a ghost that inhabited that guy's body and made him feel entitled to the entire world who knows Anyways, today we're talking about ghosts in restaurants and hotels and bars. They're real, maybe? Question mark? Do you believe in ghosts? (sighs) I'm so glad you asked that, Kelly. I'm like cut to (laughs) half an hour later. (laughs) This Um, is a three hour long podcast now while Lillian mulls over this question. (laughs) Over eternity and the afterlife. Kelly's asleep (laughs) on the couch. (laughs) It just cuts to me. I'm like, "Eh just checking my Instagram. Three packs of cigarettes later. (laughs) (laughs) um i god the thing is that i um so badly want because i don't believe in god uh i never have never have never will that's a lillian promise but i (laughs) don't believe in an afterlife but i so very badly want to believe in ghosts okay so it's i'm at an impasse i don't believe in god but i also do believe in like energy right so like kelly don't knit your brow at me in that way i believe that places like um that energy can't can't energy can't be destroyed right so like i believe that places can have an energy that is unsettling okay so i don't know what that means but Mm-hmm. I also was talking to some guys who were like paranormal, like alien guys who were, and they were like, I was like, man, I just really want to see some aliens and I want to see some ghosts. And they're like, you just like want it too badly. And I was like, I am too thirsty. Maybe the ghosts are like, you need to chill. Interesting. Okay. You, well, I'm just saying maybe. No, I-, I just, I think part of researching this is some properties. They would be like paranormal researchers have found more than 20 ghosts and i'm like how do they fucking what the fuck you do like uh frequencies you hear frequencies when you're hunting ghosts it's i saw like, do you remember white noise starring michael keaton never saw it oh yeah okay you're like oh okay <laughs> okay <laughs> i think i found out our plans for the evening um yeah kelly and i are having red wine there's candles lit mm-hmm. we've had a very long day creating content <laughs> we really have. it's been literally guys so hard to like joke around for like a couple hours so we're exhausted it's hard. it's hard um i personally do not believe in ghosts really yeah and yet you love the pope He's been... Okay. I just feel like Catholics are the most ghostly of all religions. Uh, so, okay. Um, so I was researching a couple haunted restaurants in New York and around New York. And so um, I'm just thinking about how fun it would be to work in a freaking <laughs> haunted place. Like this is um, the Sagamore Hotel, which is on Lake George in New York. It's okay. like a, a big resort. Fun. And it's actually beautiful. Um And they were like, there's a little boy from the 50s reportedly hit by a car who hangs out on the golf course, causing mischief by stealing golf balls and flinging them at golfers while laughing. 
Wow. Other ghostly children can be seen on the golf course or giggling in the hallways. A woman in white enters <coughs> hotel rooms to frighten guests. A woman wearing a blue polka dot dress moves through the hallways and the hotel's restaurant. It's like... A couple walks in the dining room and proceeds to fight. A blonde woman once spoke to the hotel chef, then proceeded to walk right through him. <gasps> it's and like, those, okay. Yeah, but, I just you, think, like, you all think the that hijinks. sounds fun. It's a little fun. Well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it seems like it's interesting when people aren't, like, scared. It's also like oh, oh you're, it's also like your workplace. Like if you work in a place like that, you're like constantly <laughs> you just call like, OSHA. You're like, uh, yeah, okay. This wasn't covered <laughs> in the employee handbook. <laughs> there were I was listening to the Bowery Boys, which is another podcast about ghosts, and they were talking about different people calling the cops on like <laughs> <laughs> ghosts. That's why we need Ghostbusters. <laughs> so anyway, there's this place called the Ear Inn. In I've been Soho. there. You have? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And there's a a, a ghost named Mickey. Hell yeah. And he's a flirtatious ghost. He oh. likes to flirt with the ladies at the bar. How does a ghost flirt, pray tell? Well, he drinks people's drinks. They'll go, they'll order it, go to take a sip, empty drink. If you flirt with me by drinking <laughs> my drink, I will not sleep with you, <laughs> Mickey. And um, the owners say that sometimes he'll crawl into bed with them because it's an apartment above the bar and he'll crawl into bed. <coughs> really? Yeah. A ghostly crawl. A ghostly crawl. Slipping in through the sheets. I mean, why would you... Crawling seems so ungainly, and if you're a ghost, you can just kind of... No, I don't think a crawl... Maybe it's just a slip. A slip. I've heard ghost stories like that where the bed the bed shifts. You can feel the weight. And then you the sheets kind of... Rustle. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that part in Ghostbusters where Dan Aykroyd just straight up gets a blowjob from a ghost? Yeah, it's so nuts that that's in that movie. I know. Also, because I wa- I don't know about you, but I I watched that like as a child. Yeah, that's a horny movie. Mm, this is really only one horny part, and that's I know. The blow but Sigourney job. Weaver also like when she's like floating up above the bed. Yeah, that's a very sensual. Yeah, that's hot. <clears throat> Anyways, mom, <laughs> your mom had to. She had to get. I mean, the <laughs> sexual tension with, you know, as a a little off sidebar but um as a child i always wanted to be the ice queen where like a bill like a bill murray type would be like i'm gonna crack i'm you know like the you ever wanted groundhog day i yeah like a persistent like jokey you know what i'm talking about guy and i was I like do. i don't I was have- just trying to think what i wanted but i i was such a little freak it's so hard for me to like remember i also like uh I, I don't think I identified with a single woman that I saw besides the twi- the Olsen twins and It Takes Two. <laughs> like, I don't think there was a There woman. were not women, first of I all. <laughs> I don't think there was, like, a woman that I was like, oh, that's me. Yeah. Like, I, I was mean, just such a little fucking freak. I didn't think I was accomplice cellist Sigourney Weaver <laughs> in Ghostbusters. <laughs> I just it planted a seed. I understand. I also have a lot of Rick Moranises coming after me. You know what I mean? I understand. Anyways, yeah. All right, continue with the ghosts. I'm sorry. No, not at all. Um. So then we have one if by land, two if by sea. Okay. This was Aaron. Oh, it's a restaurant. Is a restaurant. It's in the village. The village is apparently like super haunted. Now, why is that? It's because New York, basically half this fucking town <laughs> is uh, was a graveyard. Oh, because it used there to. There is be... a graveyard. Yeah. Yeah. It's still yeah. right. Yeah. Because basically, it used to be before the city was like very developed. They had this 
thing called Potter's Field, which is basically if there was a epidemic, like a flu or like polio or anything, typhoid, cholera, like any of these kind of mass illnesses that spread very quickly. Yeah. They would ship the bodies to like one area and just do a mass grave. And then also poor people, a potter's field is for poor people who couldn't afford pottery classes. They couldn't afford pottery classes. Can you imagine? So sad. Tragic. They couldn't afford the Waldorf school. (laughs) Uh, They couldn't afford proper burial. So it was just mass graves for all these poor people. And so, and then basically Washington Square Park is one. Battery Park is another. They just built over them. They don't excavate the bodies. At least Battery um, Battery Park, like like 42nd. Yeah. Um, they put out a notice. You can find old ads in the newspaper where they're like, we're going to build a park over this. And you could have gotten your... Because that was a real cemetery. That was just a cemetery. Jesus. But they estimate only 100 bodies were excavated from... They're like, come get your dead. We're paving it over. And so extra spooky. The village is like particularly spooky. Mm. Because Washington Square Park was a... Grave. Grave site. Is a grave site. Is a grave site. There's graves. Like when you're walking around, there's graves. You walking on graves, girl. (laughs) You in danger, You in (laughs) danger. Uh, I yeah. know what you're thinking of. So anyway, uh, one of my land two if I see is this restaurant in the village. It used to be Aaron Burr owned an estate, and that was the carriage house. My hero, Aaron Burr. Because <laughs> he <laughs> killed Hamilton, and that musical never sucks. existed. <laughs> never existed. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard it. I haven't either. I mean, it sounds so stupid. I can't. Whatever. Uh, but his, so it's supposed to be haunted his old carriage house and part of why it's haunted is because his daughter was kidnapped by pirates oh my god his daughter's name was theodosia cute i've never heard that name before no i don't think it's it's like theodore like damn it we gotta just (laughs) block that out (laughs) theodorcia beautiful but but she was a looker not (gasps) and she was trying to sail back to the u.s from england she got kidnapped by pirates. <gasps> and she steals women's earrings. Huh. Like a fucking pirate. She yeah, learned some she bad learned. habits. Wow. She wow. learned from the best. So she's trying to steal. Yeah. She's chugging on earrings. Chugging on earrings. It's a very specific ghost thing to happen. It would be so fun to me to work in a, a haunted place because you could just be bad at your job and then just be like, the ghost did it. They're like, did you fold napkins? Yeah, I did, but I guess the ghost unfolded them? Weird. I got to go. I'm super creeped out. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, you were late. I was actually, the ghost must have changed the clocks. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a really good excuse. I feel like that would fly in New Orleans. Oh, God. I mean, everyone's probably late there anyways. I, my friend Chloe, who I've talked about on this podcast before, was hosting someone from New Orleans in her house, and they were like, well, people drink so much because there are so many ghosts there. I was like, (laughs) like, they can't, psychically, they can't handle the energy, so they drink more? Is that? I think it's like people are, it is they can't handle the energy, but it's like, it's, they're even unaware of why. I was imagining. It's It's a unconscious burden like pirates of the caribbean style like a ghost taking your hand <laughs> and putting a bit and to like, your mouth You're like why why 
Just like animatronically, like <laughs> yeah. drinking, like you're on, you know, you're like, well, yeah. Um, the ghost wants me. That's also why the ghost wants what the ghost wants. <laughs> Famous quote by Woody Allen. I mean, misquoted. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> your friends try to do an intervention. You're like, it's all these freaking ghosts. I mean, <laughs> honestly, guys, I'm. Spooked. I don't have a drinking problem. They want me to. <laughs> the drink. ghosts do. That's the whole plot of The Shining. The ghosts. Yeah, that is. <laughs> He's like, I'm not trying to murder my family. The ghosts want me to. They want me to. I got, they're putting bourbon down my mouth. <laughs> Danny's like, therapy. <laughs> they need therapy. Family counseling. <laughs> Boundaries. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, my God. But we have a little experience with ghosts, right? Yeah, we do. We went to, uh, well, okay. I <laughs> love ghost tours. They're one of my favorite things. I do it every time I visit a new city because it's, you get a little history. It's kind it's of a nerd. A, it, it's a good, like, because usually they're walking tours. So you yeah. You can, can kind of get a view of the city. Yeah. So, and they're always, like, run by, like, people who, it's like, it's always like, but it's history, but it's scary. And it's like, I'm learning something. So I love doing it, and I fucking love ghost stories. And um, I went my f- one of my favorite one I went on was in New Orleans when I went last year. And our tour guide Jerry, who I think about literally every day because <laughs> I love him so much. He's like ponytail, tropical shirt. Like had definitely just crushed a beer before we went on the tour like half in the bag just like and all of his stories about haunted because all of the basically all the stories in new orleans are either about like really old houses but a lot of them are about restaurants and bars in new orleans because there's so many and they're the oldest establishments in new orleans essentially so they were but their stories were always like and a buddy of mine you know he was in this uh this bar and uh all these glasses started just shattering and then a glass fell off the bar and nobody was there. And I'm like, you guys were just hammered. You're drunk. It's not a ghost. You guys are just drunk and you're dropping glasses. Who can believe Can this? you imagine the kind of hijinks that would have to happen for a, a glass to break in a bar? That doesn't happen. It's a ghost. I'm like, you and your boys are putting back too many daiquiris. Like, all of a sudden, it's six in the morning. <laughs> no booze left in the bar. All the bottles were <laughs> empty. Woo. Um, yeah, it was very, it's just all of the stories from New Orleans ghost tour were like, I think everyone's just hammered. I don't think, you know? Yeah. That sounds, I mean, which is spooky in and of itself, but very funny. Anyways. Yeah. But we went on a, we went on a tour of Broadway, Broadway ghosts. Ghosts of Broadway, baby. And it was just very funny because how our host introduced the tour, she was like, so um, all theaters are haunted and all actors believe in ghosts. I was like, oh, well, oh. So Lillian also, so we're already, the bar is set that Mary's a true psychopath. (laughs) And then she goes, and what play is it that you can't say aloud in the theater? And Lillian's hand Shoots up. <laughs> never, never seen it move so fast. <laughs> like, okay. it's obviously Macbeth. You the, cannot and you say the Scot, the Irish, the Scottish, Scottish, the Scottish. You cannot 
Yeah, and it's it is like one of those go into a theater just talking about the shit. The British plot. What are y'all well, doing? It's really it is one of those like super dumb things about the th- my experience in the theater, which is Leon High School <laughs> theater. I've never done a play outside of it. That's not true actually. But anyways, that's my my background is at a public school in Florida. Um, <laughs> classically trained. No, but uh, you can't. It was very much like you have to do it. You have to turn around. You have to do a little spell if you say it in the theater to to undo the bad like juju that you've brought. People are telling this to Lillian, and then they're like, <laughs> "She's nerd. <laughs> She's jumping." Around. I would never. I believe. I'm like, let's not risk it. Right. Okay. I'm just. <laughs> why risk it? That's the whole point of all this magic stuff. Why risk it? You know. Uh, because it's not real. It, well, we don't know that, Kelly. Yeah, New York's chock full of ghosts. I would really uh, like to see one. Ghosts, if you're listening, I want... Ghosts, if you're listening. Please show your potato yourselves. famine was a genocide. No, Kelly, no. That's not real. Tack that on. No. It is real. Are you kidding me? <sighs> okay. Um, Guys, thanks for listening to our spooky episode. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We hope you can follow it in the least. I know. Uh, and have a very happy Halloween. Yeah. Review, rate, and subscribe. And.